Hey, good morning to you. I know a couple of days ago, I said that there was a hint of fall in the air. Well, today, there really is a hint of fall in the air. Um, here in um, balmy Thomasville, Georgia, leaves are starting to fall off my gigantic oak tree in the front yard. Like, I can't believe it, man. I can't believe fall is just around the corner. Well, I'm kind of stalling here for a second because I need to confess something to you. I made a rookie mistake. I made a rookie mistake. At this point in my life, I should be an old, wily veteran, but I made a rookie mistake. Remember the last week or so, I'm encouraging you to, as you read with us through the Gospel of John, to have a journal and when God shows you something from the scripture, just write it down in the journal so you can come back over it later and pontificate over it or ponder over it. And then in the mornings I get up and I, I read the scripture and I write in my journal and then I usually, I usually come down in most of these videos I'm doing in the parking lot of the YMCA in Thomasville, Georgia, just before I work out in the mornings. But today I made a rookie mistake rookie mistake. I got up, I read the scripture, jotted down a few notes, uh, grabbed my gym bag, rushed out the door, got here to the parking lot, and lo and behold, I forgot my journal. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to walk through only eight or nine verses in the Gospel of John this morning. And, um, I'm going to ask the Lord to help me out to remember some things that I read this morning or some thoughts I had or to just show me something fresh, show you something fresh. Nonetheless, I pray the next few minutes will be an encouragement to your day. So John chapter 9 begins and says, As Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. Now stop. You know the story. In just a few minutes, Jesus is going to heal this man that was blind from his birth. Let's backtrack and have a little reminder. Remember, the Gospel of John, seven times Jesus performs sign miracles. Every time, hey, me, Ma, every time Jesus does a sign, he does it for at least three reasons. Number one, he does it to meet a human need. Number two, he does it to teach a spiritual lesson or more. And number three, he performs a sign to display his deity or put his godness on display. So to this point, he's turned the water to wine, chapter 2. He um, healed the nobleman's son, chapter 4. He healed the man at the pool of Bethesda, chapter 5. He fed the multitudes with just a little bit of food. Chapter 6, he calmed the storm, chapter 6, and then here in chapter 9, he's going to heal a man who was blind. So remember, as you read this story, go back and ponder over this morning, Jesus, this is a sign. Jesus performed this sign for at least three reasons. To meet a human need, he heals a blind man, and yes, that met a human need. Number two, 
He taught at least one spiritual lesson, and we're going to look at those, some lessons that I see, and maybe you see some more that I don't see. And number three, to put his deity on display. Now, this 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 healing is awesome. All healings are awesome. Um, in the scriptures, Jesus heals more than one blind person. And remember, by the time you get to John 9, Jesus performed, he's performed multitudes of miracles. Not all are recorded. Um, and we're kind of focusing on the signs in the Gospel of John. Well, you get to John chapter 9, it says Jesus passed by. He saw a man which was blind from birth. Stop and think about it. Think about, think about being born. Think about living your life. And maybe somebody's listening today that this has happened to. Hey, Brother Mike. And uh, you've lived your life, and gradually, or because of an accident or an illness, you lose your sight. Um, and then the rest of your life, you remember what it was like when you could see. This guy, this guy had never seen before. He was born blind. Tell me you get that. And this says, as Jesus passed by, he saw a blind man. The word saw there means to perceive. So um, Jesus, Jesus is passing through, and he perceives a blind man. Jesus perceives a blind man. That encouraged me when I read it this morning. Jesus notices. Now, to society, this blind man was a burden. To society, this blind man was insignificant. That gives me great hope and encouragement to know that Jesus notices those that we consider insignificant. And some of you right now are watching or will come, I say this all the time, will come back and watch and you feel insignificant. You just feel like your life doesn't matter. You just feel like, <coughs> well, you're not significant. Realize this, Jesus notices you. So Jesus saw this man that was born blind. His disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now stop and think about the question they ask here. It's not an abnormal question. Uh, people in those days and people today, oftentimes when someone gets sick, when someone is in an accident, when someone breaks a leg or something, sometimes from Christians or non-Christians, the first question people ask is, what did he do? Like, what did he do to deserve this? Um, and, and there are, you know, Jesus healed a man earlier, remember, earlier in John, and then he said, now go and sin no more. So there's an indication that maybe his sin, maybe his sickness was a result of some type of sin or disobedience. But it's clear in Scripture that just because you, you have an illness or just because something bad happens to you, that does, look at me, that does not always mean that you've been disobedient to the Lord. That does not always mean that you have sin in your life. Remember Job. Job lost almost everything, and then he got sick with these boils. And the Bible says he was the most upright man in the world at that time. Here's another example of a man and they asked the question well who sinned his who did sin this man or his parents think, now think about the crookedness of that question okay did his parents sin is that why he was born this way uh 
Jesus comes back and says, no, now think about this part of it. Did he sin? He wasn't even born yet. <laughs> do you see that? Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we ask crazy questions. Did he sin? Well, he wasn't even born yet. Jesus answered, neither this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. There you go. Uh, hey, hey, Coach Manny. So what Jesus says is, no, 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 no. Now, he already gave credence earlier that maybe our disobedience or sin can lead to a sickness. But here he goes, no, 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 no. This man was born blind. Watch this. That the works of God will be made manifest in him. In other words, God was going to do a great work in this man. God was going to do a great work through this man. That's why he was born blind. Basically, for God to get the glory out of it. Y'all getting this? Isn't this awesome? So, anyway, then it goes. Then Jesus shifts and he goes, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night comes when no man can work. So he's talking about daytime and night. And he says, when it's daytime, I must do the works that the Father sent, that he sent me to do. Now stop and think about it. Jesus was very committed to doing the works the Father sent him to do. Can I ask you a question this morning? Personal question. How committed are you to do the works the Father sent you to do? Now, he sent us as believers... He sent us all into the world to preach the gospel. How committed are you to that? Like, honestly. Honestly. His last command was the great, what we call commission, to make disciples of all nations. Can I ask you a question? How committed are you to that? How committed are you to that? Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples, that you have love one for another. How committed are you to that? I believe that the church in America has kind of lost its way a little bit. I know, send me hate mail, send me hate hate text messages and all that. I'm not hating on the church in America, but stop and think about it. How many Christians in America are preaching the gospel to every creature? How many Christians in America are making disciples? That's our work. That's our work. We did a lot of good stuff, you know, in the church. And But are we making disciples? Are you making disciples? Are you preaching the gospel? I don't say, that's my pastor's job. No. Yes, it is his responsibility. But no, not just him. Disciples of Jesus are to develop disciples of Jesus that develop disciples of Jesus. So Jesus came to do the works the Father sent. So remember now in Gospel of John, he's, he's displaying his deity. Watch this now. He's displaying his deity. In just a minute, he's going to say, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So in John chapter 8, he declared he is God when he said, I am the light of the world. And then um, he's going to heal this guy. And then he's going to declare, I am the light of the world. So Jesus is doing the works the Father sent him to demonstrate and to declare that he is God. And then he's going to go to the cross. He's going to go to the cross as God and man, as a substitution for my sin and your sin, to pave the way for eternal life and our home in heaven one day. 
So Jesus was like laser-like focus. Just just read the Sermon on the Mount. Read things Jesus taught. Watch what he did. Everything he did was intentional. Everything Jesus did was with purpose. And that was to do the works that the Father had sent him. How intentional are we? How purposeful are we? Are we doing the works the Father sent us to do? And then... He says this. He says, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. So watch this. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. All right? So I am. So he's declaring, I am God. He's been healing, demonstrating, I am God. But then check this out. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Did you get that? You. Now, which, which is it? Is he the light of the world or am I the light of the world? Yes, he is the light of the world, and I am the light of the world. Jesus goes on in Matthew and says, you are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. Not will not, cannot be hid. Our lives, are, we're supposed to live our lives in such a way that they cannot be hid. And he says, who, 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 who takes a candle and hides it? Who puts it, who hides it? Who hides a candle? No. And Jesus said, let your light, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Remember, Jesus said, I must do the works that he sent me to do. Jesus said, let your light so shine in front of men that they may see your Works. Now, we're not saved by works. We're not saved by works. But we are to allow Jesus to shine through us as his light of the world. Like, we're the, we're the ones that carry Jesus, the hope of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And then Jesus said this. He spit on the ground. Think about it. spit on the ground, made mud, put it over the blind man's eyes, and said, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. The man went and washed and came back saying, and came back seeing. So there's a lot to unpack there. We don't have time for it. We'll stop there. So Jesus said this. Jesus said, Okay. Now, make your way to the pool of Siloam and wash. And the man did what Jesus said and came back saying, remember, over and over and over, over and over and over, over and over and over, especially in these signed miracles. Here's the lesson. You ready? Do what Jesus says. Fill up the water pots. Do it. Do what Jesus says. Rise. Tuck up your bed and walk. Do what Jesus says. Mud from spit on my eyes. Just do what Jesus says. That's what faith is. Faith. Somebody needs this. Faith is responding in obedience to the Word of God. That's what faith is. Faith is responding in obedience to the Word of God. The Hall of Faith in Hebrews. By faith, Noah. I See, I believe one of the greatest acts of faith, it never rained. And God tells Noah to build this big box out of wood, which we would call an ark. I believe one of the greatest acts of faith in all the Bible was when Noah took an axe 
and began to chop down that first tree. He didn't understand it. He didn't know the end game. By faith, Abraham laid down his son Isaac. Whoa, talking about not understanding that. Faith, faith is simply obeying the word of God. That's what faith is. So Jesus said, just do what I say. He did what he said, and the guy was healed. Now, here's here's another thing I want you to get, okay? I, I know I'm kind of belaboring here. It's time to roll. Um, Jesus can heal in a multitude of ways. He didn't always heal by spitting into the ground. Healing is a mystery. Oh, healing is a mystery, but healing is real. You're looking at a boy right here. You're looking at a boy that God is taking cancer out of his body. You're looking at a boy right here that has had the privilege of praying with people. Mark chapter 16 says that they that believe shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You're looking at a boy here that God is allowed to lay his hands on people. And I remember one time in the Philippines, a woman had this, this big old knot on her neck. I remember praying for her and laying hands on her and I could feel it go away. What's the point? Healing is real. Jesus is real. And just let Jesus heal you the way Jesus wants to heal you. He didn't always heal the same way. He, 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 he touched one guy's eyes that was blind and he came back and said, what do you see? And he said, I see men like trees walking. And then Jesus said, Jesus touched him again and said, now what do you see? And he said, I see men clearly. What does that mean? Sometimes Jesus will touch you twice. So don't get locked in, especially when people are doing teachings on healings. Now, I, I believe in healing, okay? I'm telling you, I believe in healing. I believe there are gifts of healings. And I believe that God heals today. But when you listen to a guy or a girl teach and they box in the way God, God is only going to heal one way all the time. No, no, no. That's, that's just not the way Jesus did it. All right, so, hey, be encouraged today. Let your light so shine. You're walking into a dark world today. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Hey, hit a thumbs up. Put a comment. Tell somebody about the videos that they're blessing to you. Share a video with somebody. We just want to be a blessing to somebody today. See ya.